Hello, and welcome back to a continuation of Anushka's podcast series. When she's not ranting, she's reminiscing about life growing up in Hong Kong. This is 2AM Talks. To check out more Watchtower goodness, head over to WTCHTWR.com for some of our amazing articles, or search Watchtower on Spotify or Apple Music to check out some of our other podcasts. Without further ado, I'll let her take you away. Hey everyone, welcome to our first episode of our podcast, 2AM Talks. I'm your host, Anushka, and this is your co-host, Anuksha. Hey everyone! On today's episode, we're going to talk about living in Hong Kong and going to an international school in HK. So grab a snack and enjoy as we walk down memory lane. So I'm going to go first and talk about how I came to Hong Kong. So I came to Hong Kong in February 2010. Um, I used to live in Sydney, Australia. And I remember when my dad first broke the news that we were going to Hong Kong, I was, first of all, very angry and mad that we were, I was leaving all my friends and my family friends. Um, I really had a very good social network in Sydney. And I did not even know where Hong Kong even was located. I was like, where on earth does this place even exist? But yeah, I was absolutely heartbroken um, leaning to me. And I remember very clearly I was in the airplane and I was looking outside the window and it was raining that day. So like the rain droplets were going down the window and I looked outside like I was in a sad music video. And I also started crying a lot. So yeah, my initial like experience wasn't that good in Hong Kong, but then it gets better it was completely different I was extremely excited to come here I was like yep I get to leave this toxic place and I just you know the concept of going to foreign was was like a huge thing in India at that point in time in 2010 right so I also came to Hong Kong in 2010 except for me my arrival was like six months later after like a Nuksha came so um for me I remember the time my dad told me, I just remember going to school and telling all of my friends, you know what, I'm going to go to Hong Kong. And they were all like, uh-huh, okay. And then um, I remember the last day of my school, just like um, in India, you know, you could just like wear a casual dress on your birthday. So I just wore casual to my last day of school. And I'm like, and my teacher's like, is it your birthday? I'm like, no, I'm leaving. Like this is my last day. So I just wanted to wear <laughs> and after that, like getting on the flight and everything was so exciting, traveling and business class. I was like, wow, mm. my seats can turn into bed. Oh my God, business class. Yes. So that was my first experience traveling business class. And I just remember the air hostesses would bring out good cup noodles and like Chinese food. And it was like kind of like my first kind of exposure to Chinese food. And I was like, this is so really good. And then I just remember like, drinking a lot of coca-cola on the airplane that's a very weird memory but i just remember drinking a lot of that like by getting the hot towel i was like oh my (gasps) god oh my god yeah that's like the best thing and plus like i was traveling in kingfisher and at that point in time it was a huge thing too Mm -hmm. so now it's bankrupt by the way (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i also like when i first signed into hong kong oh my god, that's when the nightmare started. I was like, 
I don't know where this place is like because I didn't have so much idea even though I looked it on maps like oh okay it's kind of near to India but I didn't know about the diverse culture right so I remember coming here in the airport and seeing like the locals here and I got kind of scared then when I was getting on the escalator like you know how it speaks right here in Hong Kong and I was like why is it speaking to me but I was really scared and I remember going in the hotel and telling my mom like there was like a lake in Shatin and I remember seeing the lake and I was like mom can we just escape this place like does this like lake take us to India somehow we'll just grab a boat and just like roll and then escape (laughs) I know it was it was such a big shock for me right like a big cultural shock um it was definitely very hard on me like I remember I didn't talk to mom and papa for I was just really mad and angry at them I was like why did you take me away from my friends in Sydney I was like I was having such a good time. You took me away. I came to um, Delia in grade three. And um, yeah, I remember my first day. I was just like the depressed new girl. Like I wouldn't talk to anyone. And I remember my teacher that time, Mrs. Smith, um, she assigned these students to like show her around the school and like play with and all this stuff. I remember they would always come approach me and I would just like run like the opposite way and be like no just leave me alone <laughs> let me be depressed <laughs> yeah so for me too like I came um I think I think you had like a bit of grade three and then you went to grade four right so yeah. for me I came to grade four like exactly in September so that mm-hmm. was okay and I was like trying to approach everyone because I was like oh my god there's so many people here mm-hmm. and I remember there was such a huge welcome from Miss Murchison. I was getting my admission done. I told Mr. Reno about my experience in India and how strict the curriculum is. The system was very hard. And I didn't like the teacher's behavior there because it was very strict and it didn't come off so warm for students, you know, like, and I told him all of this. And then I think one of the greatest thing he did for me was to put me in Miss Murchison's class. And Oh my god, like when I first saw her, I could just see like imaginary wings behind her. And I was like, this lady is so nice. Like, so she didn't judge me, you know, for my accent, my appearance, anything. She just knew that, you know, I have just come from India and I'll take some time to adapt to the culture. And I think that was really nice of her because I remember first few days, <laughs> I used to stand up and read a book. Do you remember? Like, this is for the people who don't know, but like a lot of people in India, they stand up and read books. So yeah, Nusha used to do that all the time. I, like in the beginning when she used to, when she came. And we were always like, what is she doing? <laughs> but can we also just take a moment to appreciate Miss Murchison? So Miss Murchison was our fourth grade teacher. And actually, that's how me and Nushka met. We were in both in the same class. And Miss Murchison is the most nicest, positive, warmest teacher ever. And I just, we have so much love for her. And she we felt so loved and cared by her. And she was just the greatest teacher. I think she was our favorite teacher for sure yeah, so, yeah she was amazing and I just thought I wish we'd get to see her again when you're here but anyways um I think our school experience was amazing but like for you I want to ask like what were the differences that you saw in the curriculum and how were you like trying to adapt to it because Australian curriculum might be different to Canadian right 
Yes, it was a very different. So I remember in primary school, um, in the Australian education curriculum, so they used to give like homework on Mondays and then all our homework was due on Fridays and that's it. And then on the weekends, we were free to do whatever. It was very chill, no stress. But I remember coming to Hong Kong and going to Delia and then there was just so much workload and I've, I've never experienced this much workload in my life as a grade three student and I was already very stressed out and I was like oh my god I just want to go back already but that's what I do like about the Canadian education curriculum they give you a lot of like workload from the beginning and they kind of increase it throughout primary school and they prepare you for high school and they help you and they prepare you to time manage and learn all the other essential skills that you will need in high school which I think is really good so I'm I'm so glad that I you know I learned that from a very young age and it helped me a lot in high school I think similar for me for me it was a little bit different because as I mentioned the whole Indian curriculum is very different Mm. very strict and you know everything was just about memorizing and remembering writing the test and you know we had tons of workload and I remember um because in while I was coming here in August grade four had already started this so we were already starting to learn like algebra like an introduction to algebra and when I come here I see people doing multiplications and like you know um data management and stuff I'm like oh this is quite easy let's do it the only um hard bit for me I think was English because of course over there it's it's not really the primary focus it is but there's a very different style of learning it there right different we focus not just on writing but also on speaking and articulating our yeah the thoughts too and I think one of the big hits for me in Delia was that we really learned how to communicate and um you know I think they, they really trained us from the start like how to be like an eligible individual for the future and for high school and even as like a you know if you want to get a job so like doing presentations in grade four like that was completely a different experience that's so true they really teach you like good life skills like so from our from the early age we we did presentations we did like debates and trials um for like just different different things to like help develop our communication skills uh, um analytical skills thinking skills only thing i couldn't handle in the canadian school was the air conditioner okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my god do you remember noosh so miss murchison like she loved the acs right like she used to put i think two acs on and she was like and we some of us students like can you please switch it off we're so cool and she was like bring a sweater and I was like oh my god it was literally Antarctica in our classroom all the time because Miss Murchison loved the AC I brought a jacket and a sweater because for me it was we never had air conditioning in our school okay yeah (laughs) but let's talk about how we met or like our our first impression of each other so do you want to go first okay I'll go first because I clearly remember I remember walking into the class and like everyone asked about my name and they were like, okay, um, Anushka. And then he's like, what? Everyone was so confused because we both had, and I didn't know there was another Anuksha, okay? Yeah. They, at first they thought it was the same name. 
it took them a long time to realize that it's not the same name. Yeah. Anushka, uh, An- An- Anuksha, Anushka. She was like, yeah, there's another Anuksha in here. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm not Anuksha, I'm Anushka. <laughs> and then I remember seeing you and then we had a very distant kind of like, we didn't talk at that point in time. But then I remember a few days later, trying to figure out each other's names like near like the courtyard in the corner I was like trying to really figure out how to say your name how about you I I'm gonna be honest I don't remember our first impression my first impression of you I don't know I think I just remember that you were the new girl you came from India and you called like a different background and you had a similar name to me and, and I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. P- our teachers are going to get confused all the time. And they did every time. Everyone just called me Anushka. And that was just yeah. amazing. Yeah, I think our friendship was just a very gradual process. I, it just happened. And yeah, like by the end of the grade four, we just became very tight. Yeah, I don't remember either. Like we were very distant from the start. And then suddenly, I think when we did activities in school, you know, going to French class together, sitting together, I think that's where we kind of like shared some common, you know, likes and dislikes. And yeah. I guess that's because I remember by the end of grade four, you did come to Laguna one. You remember eating those crackers together, like something like my mom had fried. And then like, I just remember that bit. Wait, really? I don't remember that. <laughs> with you and yeah I just remember that like you came there and I was really happy I was like oh my god I'm <laughs> then I think grade five that's where it went all downhill that was our there was drama in grade five there was we basically we were in different classes so we were separated and then just we just didn't talk and and then I met I'm not gonna name names but I met this friend and this friend was very possessive and very clingy and she didn't like the fact that I had other friends so she wouldn't let me even talk to you and she yeah she was so very possessive so I I was like pretty much stuck with her throughout the entire year and Nushka had yeah other friends and stuff yeah so I remember the people who I didn't even want to talk to like I became friends with them in grade (laughs) five because they were in my class and oh, we became such good friends and then we tried to talk to you and then that person would always like be like okay let's go like let's go to talk shop or like mommy noodles oh my God. <laughs> she had mommy noodles all the time that's the only memory <laughs> and, oh my god and yeah I, I just remember that small fight that happened in grade five and then I was like I'm never talking to Anaksha <laughs> Yeah, that was, I remember that was that whole scene after the tuck shop. It was just very dramatic. And after that, yeah, we didn't really talk. And even in grade six, we were also separated. We were in different classes. And then grade seven, we reconnected. We were in the same class, 7A, the 7A Thunders. Let's just take a moment to appreciate. Um, Yeah, so we got reconnected in grade seven. And then since then, we have been tight and besties for the resties. (laughs) I think like this whole like in grade seven not just you but we were able to make like so many great friends we had our yeah. gang like the whole you know the brown gang with, 
I think we recalled that, right? And um, I remember in that, that was the only one class where I ha- I was friends with every single individual. Mm. You never thought like, whenever we had activities or anything and we were supposed to partner up, we didn't really care. Cause like, we were like, we never worried about, oh my God, am I gonna be left out? No, it was amazing, I think. We all just became such good friends in that point in time. And I remember with the whole gang, when we started like becoming friends, we would talk. I remember that first recess, talking to each other, what we thought of each other before, because they were, we all were surrounded. We were in different classes in primary and that's when we got together in grade seven. Yeah, I remember that um, recess clearly. We all were under the umbrellas. We were just talking and talking. And I think since then, yeah, we were already... We just became close friends. And then grade was kind of like a rough patch. Um, there was some more drama. <laughs> now we're um, amazing homeroom teacher too. <gasps> Let's take a moment to appreciate Mr. Avery. Yes, probably the most funnest teacher I've ever had. We always used to, we always used to hang with him. We always used to go to his class after school to spend time with him. He would play his guitar and such fun memories with him. And yeah, we just, we love Mr. Daypray. He was just the coolest, the coolest. And I'm just so lucky that I got to know him. I'm honestly so lucky that, and I always count my blessings that, you know, I moved to Hong Kong and I had this experience. And it's so fun telling people that, oh my God, yeah, I live in Hong Kong. And then they're like, oh my God, what's that like? What's going to international school like in Hong Kong? And such a unique experience that no one, not a lot of people can have. I think the whole acceptance of it was a lot with our teachers, like even with our English teacher, Mr. Williams, mm-hmm. he also gave a great time in grade um, seven. Like I remember um, Mr. Daver had a farewell. So we kind of like arranged a penalty card together and he helped us with that. That was so nice of him. And, you know, like spending some amazing time during his class too, <laughs> reading books, like our novels. But- all in all, just a very fun, I think grade seven was the best year of my school life. Like I hated school. And mm-hmm. apart from grade four and grade seven, those were just the best years of my life. I've never felt, I've never had so much fun in school. That's true. And then we got into grade eight. We were both in the same class. I think that's where we kind of like, you know, we got stronger with our bond. Cause like, oh, yeah. we, like the whole gang got split up, but we both were in the same class. <laughs> And you know the funny thing? In grade nine, we had the exact same, same timetables. We had all the four same subjects in semester one, and we were all in the same classes, and the exact same four subjects in semester two. And it was just the funniest thing. We were just like stuck together. Like, I don't know who made the timetables, but they literally did not want us to separate. <laughs> and I think since grade nine, we were just together, even in grade 10. Like, we almost had the same time. Like, time yeah. Table, like, you know, almost. There were one class that we may, may have not had the same, but yeah. But grade 10 was the time where, like, she finally wanted to be back because she apparently did not like Hong Kong anymore. I always used to say that I caught four of it, and I was like, I just want to go somewhere else. And then, so my dad got a posting to Toronto, Canada, and... Yeah, we, I broke the news. I remember it was in Mr. Williams' room. Anoush and uh, the friend was there. And it was so dramatic. I mean, like, I can't... Because Anushka thought it was a joke. And I was like, no, Noosh. 
I'm actually going. This is for real. It's finalized. I'm going. But no one believed me. And like saying, I, I literally ended up saying, I was like, I thought you were just fooling with Mr. Williams. And I was like, yeah, yeah, she's quite believing. So I just wanted to play along until the time I realized that, oh, she's actually telling the truth. And I got so pissed. I was like, this girl did not even tell me that she's leaving and she's breaking the news like in front of everyone. And there's just like a few months left. And yeah. I'm like, I think it was just so sudden so it was just it was hard for both of us because we have out of the all of us out of all of us in the group me and Nushka had like the strongest bond we were so 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 close and we're literally spending every minute of our lives together so I think it was very hard for us because yeah I just suddenly broke out the news and we only had each other so it was kind of hard, like the whole separation. I remember the last day saying oh, bye. We were in the MTR. We both were just there. Because I just wanted to spend a little bit more time with you because I knew it was going to be so hard. I remember waking up the next day. It was like when you were actually going to leave. And I called you because you were like, I think your flight was in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was talking to you. I'm like, yeah, the weather's really good today. Because <laughs> I was like... I think I wasn't able to express it really well. So it was quite sad. But after you left, that's when it really hit me. Because, like, my school days, like, I remember I wasn't doing academically really well in, like, that semester because you left. And, like, I didn't really want to, like, socialize much with others. Like, because I remember I used to be very sarcastic with you. And, you know, sometimes people don't take it in that way, right? I had stopped doing everything and like it was quite sad and I think after that I just continued to be like remaining that way like becoming more of an introvert so it was sad. Same here it was just a very sad and lonely experience in Toronto we could do a whole other podcast about that too like our experiences (laughs) because it was something but I think all in all I think me and Nush can both agree that we had a just a blast in Hong Kong. Amazing time in Hong Kong. It could not just, you know, meeting each other, but also like spending like time after school, like in <laughs> North one spot where we always talk. And I remember there was like a hand girl next to it and it's broken and it's still broken. You know what today? Amazing. And I never have to go to like the island side. I always take the North Point area and I always see that place in this like like a tsunami of memories that come in like us giggling and people looking at us <laughs> have so many comments looking at people so it's just oh my god that was my I think that's my favorite time we we literally stood at the same spot and we used to talk for like an hour and we just just kept on chatting away but so many fun memories in Hong Kong I I'm so I'm so grateful that my dad took the move to Hong Kong like I'm just imagining what would have life been if I had not moved there or if I just lived in Sydney forever I'll probably be really boring but like now I can say that like yeah I lived in Hong Kong but I have a question for you yeah what is your favorite quality about Hong Kong so I think uh, um, I think the fact that everything is so convenient here and also the fact that um, we have such amazing homes in Hong Kong <laughs> it's so nice and small mm, yeah because you know you learn how to live a minimal life 
because I realized like in India we had such a huge house we would have like rubbish things in, in in our house so I think here we're living a nice minimal life everything is very convenient with the things we have and the second thing that I love the most about Hong Kong is the beautiful skyline that we have here and the sea of course because it's so beautiful to just look out of your window and just see like the harbor I love the view and it's so nice and small right so you can get everywhere really fast so I think that's my favorite about Hong Kong and of course the people here too they're really nice oh yeah um for me I think the convenience just how reliable the transportation is the MTR is so nice trains come in like two three minutes and it's just everything's so close by and you have like five seven elevens within 100 meters it's just amazing amazing um like like when I was in Toronto like you would have to depend on your parents you know you would have to depend on having a car in Hong Kong you can kind of be independent and like do things on your own and I also really miss the food in Hong Kong oh my god food is just top-notch in Hong Kong so good bro do you remember I don't know if you went there but there's this really good place Peking Garden in City Plaza do you remember that it's kind of like above yeah oh my god it was so good the food was so good and I remember like uh we would go pretty much every week out for dinner and then we pretty much always went there because it was just such good food and there was such a it was always great crowded but yeah but it's amazing in Hong Kong I think like yeah. the whole I love like the dim sum here um, and also like recently they have this like takeaway thing called like Tonki Bao Dim and they sell like the best chicken rice mm-hmm. and like there's bubble tea right next to it like those amazing things I cannot find them in the UK so that's kind of sad I know I would also want to add that I love the whole multicultural society that we have in Hong Kong mm-hmm. because um I had never suffered for the fact that you know I did not meet any different people. I think there's a, a big mix of um, different ethnicities. Like, for example, me living in my own area, I see like like number of Indians that stay here. Then there is like number of other ethnicities that are mixed in here. So it's not like you're just exposed to one culture. You're exposed to like five different cultures. And like, even in school, like we, we were exposed to like so many different cultures and we had multicultural day oh yeah that was so good like I remember dressing up and like you know taking pictures you learn so much like I think in India everything is so confined like we're just we're blocked away from the real world and over here we get that exposure Mm. and I think that's really enlightening and it really gives you this sense that you will be able to adapt to what the future is like and I think it's a fast-paced city, so you learn how to adapt to changes. If you don't, then you're going to be left behind. So I think that's a yeah. big, big plus point in Hong Kong. That's very true. Like, I'm so glad, like, I was exposed to such um, mm-hmm. a rich diversity, so many people from different backgrounds and from all walks of life. It was very, very eye-opening. And because Hong Kong is such a good, it's just a good travel destination that there's so many countries nearby um, my family and I went on vacation and we went to different countries and saw different cultures different traditions and it was very eye-opening and that's why I have I have so much respect for different ethnicities and different 
backgrounds. So I, I think, think that's what Hong Kong has definitely taught me. What I find like people are still not aware of what's happening outside. Like for example, the Black Lives Matter that had come in. Um, if I go talk to like my cousins, they're not really aware of these kind of matters or any kind of world affairs. Mm. So I, you know, from our school, you know, exposing us to the world affairs, making us research about it, and uh, you know, acknowledging every bits of those affairs. I think that really helped us, you know, kind of understand what the world is like and how we should pace ourselves. And I think that's that's like the best part of it in Hong Kong because we see that happen in real like we see we learn it and we see it also at the same time so it's amazing but I think that brings us to an end for an amazing you know memories that we were we have yeah. talked about it was literally amazing. so nice walking down memory lane just like talking about it's like I'm, literally you like unlocked so many memories in my brain right now so moving around and you can like visualize it so i'm so happy we were we we got this channel to like actually you know go back flash back into our memory sorry i just want to say i'm so glad that hong kong brought me and showed me to you because like yeah. honestly i don't know what my life would have been like <laughs> yeah, it would be different but of course i'm you know the best anyway <sighs> we don't have <laughs> but thank you everyone for watching our listening i guess <laughs> our podcast and this is the end of our 2 a.m talks i hope you had a great time listening to us and stay tuned for our other podcast on watchtower media and thank you watchtower media for letting us do our first podcast thank, thank you, you. So see you next time <laughs>